everybody and welcome to a fun episode of Game Till 5 because this one's fun and the rest of them are not. Um, <laughs> this voice that you can hear is Steph and there should be another voice called Nikki. Hello. Hello. How are you, Nikki? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Today we are doing an episode on PlayStation 2 games but with a fun twist. Yes, we have special guests with us. We do. I have a... I have a pint of wine to prepare for this oh good i'm glad that the stress of having guests so we have a special guest uh they're from our sister brother mother lover podcast uh got till five wrestling podcast uh their names are max and jesse and they are here right now hello where are we (laughs) we're your daddy podcast no we're not referring to it ever as that daddy been through this we are your daddies thank you for having us on you're very welcome i don't Um, regret it (laughs) yeah i'm not (laughs) regretting this decision at all already Um, but you guys run another podcast all about wrestling all about wrestling how is that oh it's ridiculously successful yeah yeah (laughs) it's really annoying there's so many fans just for us being here really i mean um, let's be honest i mean that's the only reason you guys are on so Gotta boost those ratings. No, we are from a podcast all about wrestling. Um, And if you don't like wrestling, you should listen to us anyway, because people do that and they enjoy it as well. So check us out at Got Till 5. Unsubscribe from this nonsense and come join us. I mean, I was going to agree with you, the fact that your podcast is good and I enjoy listening to it, even though I'm not the biggest wrestling fan and I learn things every time. But, you know, now you've said that. That's cool. I don't know. You know what, though? Um, this is... We've guested on a few podcasts. We're sort of a big deal. And <laughs> this is... But this is the first podcast we've ever guested on where we don't have to talk about wrestling at all. So and nice. It's really nice. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. For yeah. that reason. We are sick yeah. of talking about wrestling. Yeah, I, I hate wrestling. <laughs> are you kind of wishing you hadn't started the podcast about wrestling now? So much. Mm. So much. So You're really selling it. I know. Well, we... We pretend that we're enjoying ourselves if you listen to our episodes, but inside we're dead. So that that's us. But but what do we get to talk about today that isn't wrestling related? So I was about to tell you before you hosted your way in there. Yep. Um, we are talking about our top five favorite PS2 games. Um, so I was I was said to Nikki, I think the PS2 was my first console where it was a console that I recognized that I was playing a game, and I think I spent the most time playing my PS2. You know, I had a PS1 and I had. A, pc but i don't remember playing that much on there really from when i'm a kid i remember mostly everything from ps2 era would you guys kind of say that that was about the same thing for you hmm. yeah yes sort of yeah uh, ps2 to me is like because it i don't know when it came out when we were like 10 or something yeah but, it was like um, 2000s i think yeah okay so like our teenagers yeah was all like ps2 so to me that's just like going home after school chatting to people on msn messenger and playing the ps2 which it gives me the warm and fuzzies when i think about it exactly it's nice yeah do you remember when you could nudge people on msn yes i mean i remember everything annoying, about MSN. i remember having a heart attack every time someone fucking nudged me and knocking everything off of the side because i was yeah, so right? shocked by it yeah yeah and i'd be terrible invention people. And every time my mum would come in the room, I'd ask me, space enter, space enter, space enter. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see the film I was properly sending. <laughs> you say people. It was just you and me talking on MSN Messenger. It was basically you, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, one quick wrestling reference, and then I'm oh, not God. sure I'm doing anymore. Uh, my first ever MSN Hotmail um, account thing was called Rabid underscore Wolverine. 
which I'm quite proud of. That's my first ever email address that I used for MSN. And Rabbit Wolverine is the name of a wrestler who went on to kill himself and his family. So that, oh, God. Uh, that email address hasn't aged well. So I stuck with Jester the Molester in the end. I didn't think that you'd be able to <laughs> shoehorn in a Chris Benoit reference into this episode, but wow fucking done, Jesse. All right, enough about wrestling now. We're going to bring it back to PlayStation. <laughs> okay. Controversial topic. I didn't really like the PlayStation 2. Fuck oh, off, Dan. Yes. Why are you here? <laughs> Finish this episode. <laughs> <Who needs> no. <laughs> I do like it. It's like, I'm not, don't say I hate it, but it wasn't my favourite console. Like, what I, was your favourite console? PS1 was good. Rubbish, next. GameCube. Nah. Mega Drive. What was Same. that noise? You're just saying like <laughs> everything. You have a Mega Drive. <laughs> I love all those consoles, I'm sorry, except the GameCube, that was seriously wild. But no, PlayStation 2, good console, but for me, it wasn't my favourite. I had games where I own it still, I just, you know, I have my, I have good games on it, it's just, it wasn't a favourite for me. But you know, still, it's going to be a good podcast. Is everyone still... <laughs> <laughs> Nick is right, just still, everything. Still exciting around this episode then, guys. Um, so... To recap what we do every episode, we go through our top fives. Normally it's just me and Nikki, so we have five each. But because there is four of us, and it's going to be a long-ass podcast if everybody gets five, the guys from Got to Five have got five between them, and so did me and Nikki. So we've kind of split it, like, I do two, Nikki does two, and then we share the same one. Right, guys? You combine that yeah, number that's one. Yeah, as well. Spit yeah. roast it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that reference. You're welcome. Mm. <laughs> T F I don't know. <laughs> 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 hey, can I drop in a quick fact about the PS2 that I only learned the other day before yes. we started? Did you know this? Because it blew my mind and I said it to someone else and they were like, Yeah, I knew that. Um so depending on how many games you played on your PlayStation and basically how many games were stored on the memory card that was in it. You know when you turn on the PlayStation, it says Sony Computer Entertainment System, and it's got the like three D squares like coming towards you. Yeah. Based on how many games you had saved on a memory card, there would be more squares coming towards you at the start. That's mental. That's crazy. That's really? Mental, right? I yeah, now need I to go and try that like right now. Sorry, guys. Exactly. Does everyone still <laughs> own their PlayStation? By the way. Yeah, it's just yeah. a console you can't get rid of. It just sits there. It lingers. I've, I've moved it from I don't even know how many houses now. It's and dusty. It should have just died, but mm. I just keep it strong, keep it strong. Yeah, I think I've got it still got mine. Yeah. yeah, I've actually got my Mega Drive on top of mine, and it's a nice little, um, nice little pyramid of gaming. Nice, nice Good little choice. stack Good there. Choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we might have crossovers because you know they happen. If we do have crossovers, um, we're gonna have our normal beetle drop. And for you guys who have never heard the Beetle Drop, you get this. Oh! We listen to the podcast. We know the Beetle Drop. Yeah, we know the crack. I, I do like that drop very much. Although every time you call it a Beetle Drop, I just think of that TV presenter with a funny little laugh. Oh, Jeremy Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy. We, me and Nikki strangely used to know a band named the Half... What was it? The Half Hand Beetle Jeremy band? Beetle's Half Hand Band. <laughs> I haven't even heard their music and they're my new favourite band. Right. They were brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, but no, we don't have a Jeremy Beetle drop. We just have a Beetle drop. I'm sorry. Sorry. And for anyone listening with a funny little Beetle hand, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) And like, send us pictures. (laughs) Using it. (laughs) Just like random things. (laughs) We are just going to get inundated on just random hands and I'm not going to know what to do with them. I would love that. Yeah, well, send them to Got Till 5. (laughs) Yeah, Got Till 5, just DM us, your weird hands. Yeah, send hands. (laughs) Send. <laughs> you can't type this at this point. 
Oh, we're off track, girls. Focus. Excuse me. Yes, right. I'm just going to play the intro and hopefully that will get us to, you know, make sense of what we're doing here today. What are you buying? How about a game of lucky hit? A three-headed monkey. And that was that the drop so cool. I know. You cannot dance. Did you guys dance? Uh, I yeah, my elbows were sort of doing a little chicken motion, I have to admit. Yeah. I didn't dance. <laughs> I felt nothing. What's wrong with you? It's no it's no Rick Flair drop, Jesse, let's be honest. You know what I was about to say to you, how come their view drops and stuff are so much better than ours? The, the, I, made, I made both of them. I know. Why did you excel on theirs? We are the superior podcast. Yeah. Ridiculous. Come There's on no Shenmue drops on ours. <laughs> if Wouldn't I make can much find sense. a way to shoehorn... Yeah, exactly. If I can find a way to shoehorn one in, I will. You will shoehorn some Shenmue all up in yourself. Damn right, I will. Good. Gotta find them sailors. Or some Chinese. <laughs> uh, right. Um, I think uh, guests should go first. Oh, I agree. So, okay. who out of you two is doing your number five? We have a right, Max. All right, talk to me. Rock, rock, paper, scissors. All right, let's do it. Through the medium Ready? of radio. Yeah, we do it a lot. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. How's that work? Watch Ready? and learn. Listen and learn. Um, Ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Okay, on three. Then go. One, two, three. Rock. rock. Ah, one, that was two, delayed. Three, paper. Yeah, oh, you bastard. Okay, and I'm doing the first one. Yeah. And um, pipe down, Nikki. Um, <laughs> my first one is, um, it's called James Bond 007, Agent Under Fire. Nice. Did anyone play this? No. I did. Steph? No. Okay, but you're, but I know, Steph, you're a massive GoldenEye fan on the N64. I um, am, Nikki, and... Nikki, are you? Um, I was going to say, please explain this. Is this, because obviously I played GoldenEye on N64, but I've never heard of this one. Is it so this similar? Is, yes, it's exactly like GoldenEye. It was originally um, supposed to be a video game for The World Is Not Enough, but then various stuff got cancelled and they got lazy and it took too long, so they just changed it to Agent Under Fire and it wasn't based on a Bond film. But it's exactly the same. It's a Bond game like GoldenEye with the awesome multiplayer and all that, and sort of overlooked, and I don't know why. And it's great. So the um, in typical Bond fashion... Um, the G8, the eight world leaders, are all um, they're um, all cloned by an evil corporation, and they're going to use the clones to basically start nuclear war. And Bond has to stop it. So you get to go to all the countries and kill the clones of the world leaders. This sounds mental, right? <laughs> but also brilliant. That is, yeah, I... it's so good, and it's got all the classic um, weapons in as well from Goldeneye. Nice. I strangely think I remember the cover, but never playing the game. Was there a car on the front of it? There's always a car, Steph. That's true. And it's, yeah, but it, the cover has, um, it's got Bond sort of with the gun, but you can't see his face. His face is in shadow, right? And the reason his face is in shadow is because they were going to use Pierce Brosnan, but Pierce Brosnan um, neglected to re-sign as Bond. He eventually did, but um, hadn't done at this point, so ah. they couldn't use him. Um, they were going to use Roger Moore, um, then they couldn't afford him. So they just ended up doing this mental, like, 
if you look at his face in the game, it's just like a mix of every Bond in the world. Like, it's <laughs> like he's sort of got, he's got like Roger Moore's chin and Pierce Brosnan's nose and Sean Connery's forehead. It's just really strange. But um, a guy called uh, Adam Blackwood did the voice of Bond, and he's just doing a bad Roger Moore impression. But the sort of campy badness of this fake Bond sort of adds to the charm of it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, if you want a Bond thing, you want that kind of campy, stupid funness, right? Yes, oh, exactly. Oh, it's ridiculous. Do you remember the uh, like the snow mission? The snow mission was my favourite. Snow mission was awesome. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of yeah, a lot of cable cars in the snow. Exactly right. And um, yeah, and grappling on this game was sick, right? So this game came out about the same time as the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man film. So there's there were two things little eleven-year-old Jesse loved, and it was this James Bond game and Spider-Man. And using the grapple hook in this game, you could basically be Spider-Man but shoot people. Amazing. With actual guns. That is not yeah. the thing I would have picked for like the second thing eleven-year-old Jesse like doing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I won't talk about the first. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's kind of actually webs, right? Yeah, sorry, go on. <laughs> that front cover is quite terrifying. I just Googled it, and he has no face. No, just shadowy face, man. And also, I don't know if this is just because I'm a little wuss, but, um, like, when you were, like, 10 or 11, right, and you were playing games or watching films, and say there was a dead body in the film or something, would that stick with you and sort of scare you a bit when you were that age? No. Yeah, just me. I, no, I'd say no, that. Like... Oh, so so Nikki's the cold one. <laughs> well, but yeah, you can't yeah. say a dead polygon body is going to give you nightmares. Yeah, but Nikki Pretty played great. that polygon. Nikki played like Silent Hill when she was like five, so you can't take anything Nikki says. Oh, you've been hardened. Mm. Yeah, you've been you've been hardened like a cocooner. Um, <laughs> this, um, yeah. So that like the first time you meet a clone, so you um, go into the office of one of the world leaders, and I just remember this is like the first mission. Um, you go up to his chair and then you spin the chair around and there's the body just in the chair with his eyes open all dead and that and then you turn around and his clone's there holding a gun to your face which is odd but that sort of has stuck with me through my life just seeing that dead body in that chair do you know what i mean yeah and i think about it now sometimes and parts of me retract inside my body i'm so sorry that you've been scarred by this game yeah this is like a sharing oh, this is a sharing zone just we- it's a safe zone <laughs> yeah Feel. Everyone should message videos of this to Jesse, I think. <laughs> and then there's Nikki, the callous bitch. <laughs> Haunt him. Haunt his dreams. Break him. You all have ammunition. Use it. <laughs> hands and dead people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, only, only little hands. Though. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, other than the horrible body, it was um, a good game and um, a very underrated Bond game. Um, there was a game called Nightfire on the PS2 as well, which uh, they sorted out Piers Brosnan by that point, and that's another very good one. I think that's the one I'm picturing in my head, because I can picture Piers Brosnan's face on it. Um, and I always picture Piers Brosnan's face. He's a wonderful man, as Bond. Ah, oh, me too. He's my fave Bond. Is he your favourite Bond? He is. I think he makes the best Bond. It's because he was our like of our generation. It's, he was yeah. James Bond of our generation. Can we do a quick fire round? Yeah. Everyone's favorite Bond, Jesse, uh, Connery, Nikki. I'm split between Connery and Pierce Brosnan. I'm going to piss you all off and say Daniel Craig. So fuck all of you. Oh no! Oh, Suck my dick. Just leave. You're not Blonde allowed here anymore. Bond in his little trunks. Yes. In his little trunks. His grumpy little face all the time. <laughs> I don't like. You don't play by your Although rules. I did like him. What was the What was the film? The um, Bond film 
with the campy Spaniard from um, No Country for Old Men. Skyfall. It was the one before last, wasn't it? Skyfall, Skyfall was a good um, one, to be fair. Yeah, and I quite like. So I don't like Daniel Craig's Bond, but I quite liked it when he was like alluding that he might have noshed a bloke off or two in his time when they're having that chat. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah, I, I like that. That made me like that Bond a yeah, bit more. Anyway, to get a secret. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be noshed off by um, by that villain because he had like false teeth and a cyanide face. That's true, but yeah. you don't want to be you don't want to be noshed off by that. Yeah, no. but you've got no risk of anyone biting your your dangles. Yeah, that's, that's Just get them to take them out. This is a, Just risk. This is a risk we. This is a risk we go through every day. Yeah. Just a gummy gnashing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that kind of noise. Yeah. Some good slurping Just... kind of... Like soup. End of a milkshake. Mm. <laughs> right, this is degrading. Moving on. <laughs> uh, in that case, I think it's our turn to do our number five, which uh, is me, I believe, Nikki. Oh, they're organised. Yes, it is you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we know. No rock, paper, scissors here. <laughs> no, we just discussed it beforehand. Yeah. If we don't discuss it, Nikki gets out the paddle. <laughs> My number five is a game called Dark Cloud. Has anyone heard or played that? God, such a hipster stuff. I know, right? I have I have never heard of Dark Cloud, but I am going to Google it as you talk. Good. In fact, I just said that. I just typed in Dark Google into my phone <laughs> because I was talking. So um, <laughs> don't look at it, Jesse. It's not going to be good. <laughs> My experience with this game is a demo, I think, when I first got my PlayStation 2, when I was, like, 10. Um, and it was a demo, like, one of the first ones I had. And I remember playing that for about half an hour. And that's honestly about it, and I don't remember, so... Yeah, so... Sorry, I didn't look into it. It's this. fine. It's fine. I mean, to be fair, I think I played this mostly when I was older than, like, when I first owned my PS2. So it's a, like, RPG, JRPG um made by level five who also make uh like nino cooney and professor layton and yokai watch which i know you guys are a fan of um oh, i'm playing that i'm doing oh, the awesome. dance right now yeah <laughs> the yokai dance is great um it is basically you a big evil genie man comes down and destroys a bunch of villages and he eats is them it yes in a terrible he blue. eats them yeah he eats them with oh. his mouth parts and he, basically you kind of like are the only person the only villager left um and a, a random fairy man uh comes down fairy man fairy man oh, God. It's like an old it, he's called like a fairy but Is he's he the just bad like guy from Skyfall? <laughs> ready with his gummy little mouth oh god <laughs> <laughs> he basically comes down and tells you to go and save the village and uh, you do this by going into a bunch of dungeons and collecting parts of your village back so it's like uh, and then you take them back out of the dungeon and you rebuild your village so it's like part dungeon RPG part builder thing like I've got a question strategy builder yeah um, when you say rebuild the village because this does seem familiar to me now surely everyone's dead so you're not bringing the dead corpses back to the village and propping them up because that's dark <laughs> that would be fine it's all fine that would be a totally different game hello my friend oh your arm fell off it's, it's fine sticks and, and... <laughs> i struggled with one dead world leader i wouldn't be able to cope with it it's a whole village of like stick men made out of corpses <laughs> i'm gonna play this game to know 
Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so the people are kept in a special thing and they're not dead and you can bring the villagers oh, okay. back to life and put them in their houses. I think they go with their house. So like when you bring the house back, they are in it. So take with that what you will. And they don't so seem to questions. be dead unless you're dead and then it's like a spirit realm. But that part is never really explained to me. So all I remember is you collect all the villagers' parts and you put all the villagers back in. I have a question. Yeah. So when you're saying you're going into the dungeon to get this house and stuff, yeah. are you collecting like a whole two-story house and dragging it with you <laughs> out of this dungeon? Because I'm picturing a lot of like pivoting involving and just Pivot. difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. Just by yourself as well. Well, yeah. I imagine you're a 13-year-old boy girl. <laughs> you always do. Yeah, you're always that kind of on the line, right? <laughs> So yeah, do you take out bits or do you take out the whole house? So they're kind of neatly compacted in these special things called like atlas, mm. and they're like balls of things. So whoever destroyed the town, kind of yeah, they were very considerate when they destroyed the town. I mean, they put them in a dungeon where you have to go and fight monsters and you can like, you have to watch your health and your thirst, which is a really annoying feature because you've got to be like drinking all the fucking time. Thirsty bitches. Right? Thirsty bitches everywhere. And... Um, yeah, and you just kill things and collect balls and bring them back out and display them in your village. I like how you say balls. <laughs> say it again. Collect balls. <laughs> Get those balls. Um, yeah, apparently there is a sequel called Dark Chronicle, which I've never played, really. I think it has the building in, but I'm not sure. I think it just looks like a regular RPG, which is why I've never played it. Mm. I would recommend you guys go and play it, because it's fun. And it is on PlayStation 4 now. Oh. Uh, but um, the I, facts I struggled with, if I'm honest. Uh, the only thing I really found was that um, it was the first game ever made by Level 5. So this was their like introduction to making their own games. Awesome. I think they did well. And there is also a character called Couscous, who strongly resembles a black finless porpoise. (laughs) (laughs) You need to Google this. That's a good fact. On a quick Google, it looks very Zelda-y to me. Yeah, it's kind of got that feel to it. It's not quite as big a scope as like Zelda and like Final Fantasy and those kind of things on there. But it was definitely really good fun. It kind of captured the two things that I love about those kind of games. Like the RPG going into the dungeon and kind of like just hack and slashing your way through it. And then actually just being able to build. Because you could put the buildings like wherever you wanted and you could put like little roads in and rivers and stuff like that. So it was kind of cool. Like there was a lot to it for how old the game was. It was like 2000, I think. Level um, five always pushed themselves. Yeah, level five were great. Steph, mm. he doesn't resemble a porpoise. He I... resembles a naked, phallic-looking man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is one of those Rorschach tests where you two just see stuff differently. I mean, um, he oh, he's got pink. a tree on his head as well. He is pink. I no, he's black, not. He's, he's, he's like nude. He's he's nude. He's not pink. Pinky nude. It is. Have you found the picture of him sucking on a lollipop? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, now I need to get on this Google game. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Everyone. Have you got an erection too, Nikki? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nikki's always got an erection. It doesn't go away. It's true. I didn't want to say anything, but I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, now you guys have ruined my finless pop. I, you know what? It wasn't even my fact. It was a fact I found on Google that said he strongly resembles it. Oh, and you know what? Yeah. I I agreed slightly. And so you looked at it again? No, I'm still sticking with it. He looks like a pink porpoise, mm. not a phallic man. <laughs> Naked man. 
with a tree on his head. You said he was phallic. You said he was a naked phallic man. Yeah, Nikki, you he see is phalluses a naked phallic man with a tree on his head. Look. Like, whatever you look at, you see phalluses. So I'm not going to trust That's your opinion. <laughs> I'm, looking at a few, I'm looking at a few sprites of various characters of this game, and they all look like they've seen some shit. I mean, they did get sucked into a genie's butthole and then put into, like, round poop things. That would do it. Yeah. <laughs> you up. You'd see some shit, and then you get brought out into a village of corpses stuck on sticks. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> this is a good point. This is a good point. Lovely. Are you okay. done with your facts? Um, yeah, I am done with my number five. So it's your guys' nice. number four. I'm going to go play that, definitely. You should. Just, I'm going to go. It's Max's turn. <laughs> He's seen I can't be listening. I, I listen to this fucker enough on my own podcast. I'm leaving. Rude, Jesse. Go on, my, go on, my, my number. Wake f- up. Every every week. Every I'm going to start week. googling just to. <laughs> Never gets old. Doesn't does it? I'm not tired of it at all. My number four. Things are going to get very very interesting because I have picked SSX Tricky. It's team to rock around to. I thought everyone's going to. That's right on time. It's tricky. tricky. Just bad. The See, original it's SSS good. tricky. Just SSS tricky. SSX tricky. Okay. With Eddie. That's fine. Yeah, I know it's fine. Just asking. Yeah, with Eddie. Fine. Yeah, every other game is shit in comparison. So, <laughs> I love this game, and this would be the game that you know when you die and death is like you have to come with me now and you can challenge him to a game to keep on living we've all experienced that right <laughs> yeah that's a regular thing i do on the weekends yeah cool so like when death challenges you to a game i would pick ssx tricky that's that's your jam that's how that's your pokemon shitty mini games that's my yeah exactly all right that's how confident right, I is. we should all meet up for this we should why have we never to had a fair, championship to be fair I've, wi- I've witnessed it and max is a savant when it comes to this game it's bizarre is it beautiful to watch it, uh, I wouldn't go that far because it's Max, but it's sort of um, it's it's not it's ugly, but oddly tantalising. Well, okay, yeah, I know the experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my game. I can think of England. <laughs> <laughs> So I first started playing, like, I couldn't find any, like, interesting facts that people don't already know, because there's, like, the DVD content you get on this game, so it kind of explains it all there. But I first that started... blew my mind when I was a kid. Right, and then you saw, like, David Arquette and everyone, and Macy Gray. What happened to Macy Gray? She just had a weird <laughs> voice. <laughs> I don't know. Is she... That's it. That's... Is, she... Is she still alive? Of course she's still alive. Steph, you just sounded like CeeLo Green. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> Who else? I, I wrote, yeah, it's Macy Gray, Oliver Platt, and Billy Zane, and Lucy Liu were all uh, voice actors on this. That's pretty rad. I know. That was a, that's a strong cast. Um, so I first started playing this game around my old friend Kevin's house. Now, <laughs> <laughs> to describe Kevin is a difficult task. He, he likes setting fires and abusing animals. So I would describe Kevin as, he's like Neil from The Inbetweeners. But with a with a dark streak. Yeah, Ooh. like you know when you study serial killers and you see the signs, that's that's what the signs. That's were. what he is the sign. Um, and there's a so we used to play quite competitively together and it was a lot of fun. There's a line from the commentator in the game, Razel, um, who would go, "Call your mother in the room and show her how great you are." Kevin thought this line was, corner your mama in the room and show her how great you are. Oh my, those are two very different sentences. But he would, I would, he would argue it to the death. I'd be like, Kev, why would anyone say that in a video game? 
corner your mother. He's like, nope, that's definitely what he says. You've got to corner your mother. That's just what he wanted to her. hear. Exactly, Nick. He got quite mm. passionate about it. But I used to, but I could see why he thought that because I used to go around Kevin's house and play games with him sometimes. And he treated his, uh, first off, his dad looked like the half, which was awesome. Yeah. But his mum was like this um, really timid little lady. And she'd sort of just come in with snacks and stuff when you were sitting there playing games. It was very abusive in that household. Uh, I once got so stoned playing this game that I found all the secret routes that I'd never been before, and with my state of mind at the time, I thought I was playing a completely different game, and I was just so confused as to where I was. <laughs> like, I just stopped in the middle of the race I was first, and I was in somewhere I'd never been before. <laughs> Guys, where am I? What's happening? I... I don't think you're actually playing a game at all. I'm in the middle of a street, face down. <laughs> well, they had to turn it off because I started getting so freaked out. But they found it funny enough that they put another game on, and it was like, uh, what was it? It was World Rally Championship, just a normal rally game. And it's it's physically impossible to go backwards on that game. But somehow, in my drug-addled mind, I succeeded, and I went backwards for a, a northern amount of time. Is this, track. is this one of these things where you're like oh yeah i was first and i was doing unbelievable things and really <laughs> you were just like sitting there dribbling outside of your mouth yeah <laughs> more than likely i ate a whole packet of custard creams right afterwards i mean that's a regular practice for you not yeah but dry oh yeah there was dry. there was nothing going on there never going dry never going dry uh everyone had a character on this game would you agree with that, Jesse? Yes. Who was yours, Max? Mine was Marty, the little German kid. Little German kid. He was in um, the first game called Mac as well, wasn't he? He was like the main dude in that. Exactly. But I like for some reason, Ma- um, Marty was my guy. And am I right in thinking? I can't remember if you're Eddie or Simon. Uh, I, I was always Eddie, really. I sort of liked Simon. But Simon had long boards. And the long boards were a pain in the ass in that game. Because if you land 180 degrees the wrong way, you're all awkward and you have to like revert to get your board back around the right way. Whereas with Eddie, you just had a short board, so it didn't matter which side you land. Exactly, exactly. Did you know that Eddie was David Arquette? Did you say that? Yeah, already? yeah, we do, and that's Good another wrestling thing. Because um... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just blank out sometimes. I was going to say my favourite was Elise, which was Lucy Liu, I think. Yeah, good shout. Elise, I think I like Kyori. She's the blonde one, isn't she? Elise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kyori's. Japanese lady. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> um, and also, Mixmaster Mike could be unlocked, which was cool for us Beastie Boy fans. Oh, nice. uh, a bit of run He did, he did the soundtrack there. as well. Exactly. And uh, I don't have any facts, but I can give uh, people out there who have not played this game for in the past 15 years a little cheat. Um, what you do in the Tokyo Megaplex, if you want to get the fastest time on your friends, and then so they can't beat it and really dick over their score, when you start the race and you go in that big air tube, you press select right when you get to the top of it, and it will teleport you to the end of the race. Another way of doing it, there's a sneaky um, hole in the wall to the right of the uh, tube, but that's a bit more difficult to pull off. But if you do one of those, you'll pull it off within like 20 seconds and really piss off your friends. So we thought you were amazing at this game, but really you just found these little glitches and you're like this sniveling little weasel that would like... <laughs> that sounds about right. I would, yeah. I would... Yeah, you've just cheated your way to the top, really, haven't you? I would I'm use picturing... drugs. I would your get way stoned. Of playing is like, your, your way of playing is like how Randall from Recess would play the game. <laughs> <laughs> little rat that he was. <laughs> but like, I would go into a zen, I'd get stoned and I'd get focused and I'd just find all these little cheat areas. So really... I'm a pupil of the game. 
You're a pupil of the game. That's what you describe getting stoned and cheating. Yeah, that's how I describe it. But honestly, I'll take on anyone. Anyone who wants to play me <laughs> this game. Any of these free fuckers, any of you lot listening, bring it. You have heard it here. Uh, just go challenge Max to yeah. anything you want. Bring it. Not just SSX, just, you know. No, SSX. I suck at every other game. Oh, okay. I mean, I wasn't even talking about games. We could just challenge you to random oh. tests of strength. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> straight to the waist and press it. <laughs> Thanks, Nikki. What's yours, Nikki? Go on, do it. Um, so mine, I'm fucking pissed. Mine, because <laughs> you shit on it, is SS Stricky on tour. On tour? Oh, hey, on hey, tour? Yeah, let's not talk shit about on tour. On tour is my favourite as well. Wow. SSX Trickies. Wow. Yeah, so fuck all of you. Basically, I picked it because I was going to pick S6 Tricky. And then I thought, you know what? S Tricky was a good game. And I liked it. But then when it on tour came out, I just thought it was cool. It added like another layer. You could be like basically a cool rock star snowboarder. You could make your own character, which I thought was the cool part of it because as much as the other ones were all right, um, I could make myself like 10 times better than them. So, you know, it was just good. I just thought it was a good one. Okay, Nikki. No, no, I agree. It, it is the third best SSX in the series. Okay, what's the second? The SSX they remade for the PlayStation. That is a good SSX, but it still doesn't yeah. be on tour. For but me. on tour, on tour was a fun game. You're right with like the yeah. rock star and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Had a good so I picked too. it because it had the whole reputation thing as well, where you could basically obviously like become famous, which you know. As 15-year-old me, that's all I apparently wanted, was to be a famous snowboarder. Also, my character that I made highly resembled Avril Lavigne from what I remember. I was 15, pretty sure I wanted to be Avril Lavigne, so that makes sense. Who didn't um, at that age? <laughs> I know, right? Um, but yeah, it was cool. And you could also ski. Not that I did that, but you could if you wanted to. I think I always remember my favourite thing about that game was the fact that you could do tricks with the like analogue stick. That I really enjoyed because yeah. I found that way easier than doing it with like a D-pad because I'm, you know, fat thumbed. Yeah, and also <laughs> I was watching a few videos on it too, and a lot of like the UI and the cool like uh, art style is is cool. Like uh, it's got like, some like illustrationy kind of looks a bit graphic. I like yeah. it, and I well thought that done. was good. Pointing out the UI, Nikki, <clears throat> I'm training you well. Yeah. I don't really cool. understand UI, but I'm pretty sure that I would use that word when it comes to that. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to make myself sound right smarter than I am um, but yeah I think actually while I was doing my research I found a funny fact which I don't know if SS Tricky had but there is a challenge in SSX on tour where you have to punch children in the face <laughs> that, that, we that, is not, that is not in Tricky I mean you punch like the little the little people like Marty and Kyrie or whatever her name is the little people. Oh, yeah, but do you get to punch children? You know, so explain the context of punching these children to me. Yeah. So I watched it because I was determined to, to not speak lies about this game. I was like, if I'm going to have this fact, I'm going to back it up. I watched the challenge and there's little ski kids on the ski slope and you like you get points from basically hitting them as you go past them and knocking them over, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious, but I thought that was a different time, you know? I different mean, time. to be fair, good time. whenever I've been like snowboarding, I've wanted to punch the little ski schoolers in the face, but that's mostly <laughs> jealousy because they're much better than me and they're like five. No fear. Those yeah. kids have got no fear Just on those ski slopes. Point themselves straight down a mountain. Don't give a shit. Yeah, I got the fear yeah. now. You also get to punch people in the crowd, apparently. Um, so that's another reason why I picked this one because it's got a lot of punching. That's fair <laughs> enough. That is, 
that has put it over the edge for me. I've so, never even played on tour. <laughs> has put it over the edge already. Yeah. I feel like if <laughs> you guys did top five fighting games, this would be like up there with for Nikki. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, that's obviously a main reason why it's good. Um. I have another fact as well, which uh. So this is like irrelevant to the PlayStation, but apparently on the GameCube version, um. EA EA made a deal with Nintendo to put. Peach Luigi in Marriage Mario as playable characters, which I just thought was fucking weird. And why would you do that? That would look so odd against the, like, normal humans. Like, would they be all stretched it? out and weird? Huh? Would, would they be all stretched out and weird, like in the same proportion? I think, think they, they would. I haven't actually looked at it, to be honest. I just read that. But I would imagine that it would be weird. I think that they would be in proportion, but it would just be odd. Yeah, I don't like it. That's made me feel uncomfortable just even thinking about that. Clearly, Nintendo. Clearly, I don't think EA probably wanted to, but Nintendo probably put them in a hard place and were just like, "No, you're not having this on GameCube unless you add our characters." They probably didn't want to, but you know, threats it, were made. It looks like on a quick Google that they are like just normal Mario. They've not been like yeah. humanized into a actual weird normal proportion. I was picturing like a slender man Luigi or something. <laughs> that would be terrifying. <laughs> just this like giant long body just getting bumped around on the tree. Like... This sad, saggy mustache. You know, I think what I would have enjoyed more <laughs> is if they were almost like real people just wearing like cosplays of Peach Mario Luigi because I think that would have been funnier. That would have been great. Be good. But also slightly terrifying. Yeah. I don't, you say, Nikki, you say about Nintendo like bullying um, EA sports big whoever it was to um, put them in they, they do that don't they there's so many games like i'm playing the switch at the moment on rocket league um, yeah there's like an option to have a mario hat on top of the car which just degrades the whole experience oh them. god yeah but and um, also rayman is dressed as mario in one of the games it's like they have to shoehorn him into absolutely everything and rayman's not enjoying it you can tell I just hope that there's one guy at Nintendo that's, like, boss of doing this, just, like, forcing people to just put, like, fucking Nintendo shit in there. Just like, no! He's like the I reckon he's built, like, a brick shit house. It's, like, really intimidating. <laughs> he's, like, the proper closer. If you get a phone call from him, you're terrified. You're like, oh, God, he's coming down here. <laughs> I'll put Mario in the game, okay? Get him in, get him in! <laughs> Um, I had a couple other facts, but they were taken, which was about the voice actors. So, um, but that was more to SSX. So I didn't know that Max was going to bring that up. So I was just going to mention the fact that, because they still are in on tour. I think you have to like race at least at the beginning of on tour or something. So the voice actors are still in that game. But yeah, I didn't really have any other facts than that. It's a similar game to SSX Tricky, um, but just a bit different. But it was good. I liked it. It wasn't shitter. It was just different. I played it a lot. That's why I wanted to put it in the top five. But I think it was. I was a bit obsessed with it. It's a good game. I think I played that the most out of the like that area of gaming. The mm-hmm. Things on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So that and SSX. SSX. Good. Yeah. We've just had a lovely chat about SSX for number four. Yeah, they're good games. They are. They're we good need fun. we need remakes. We need. Hey, um, I want a new remakes. one. Yeah, I'd like just a new one would be good. Yeah, I the think. last one they did, which I, I guess was like PlayStation Three, wasn't it? When yeah. it came out, that was yeah. really fun. I remember playing that actually when we lived with you, Jesse. Yeah, that, oh, they were heady times, weren't they? Oh, let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk for a year person. straight. I don't remember anything. Yeah. Yay! It was good. Oh, sorry, Nikki. Do you feel left out? Yeah, you, you, you can come live with me if you want. No, that's okay. <laughs> okay. We'll put you in a cupboard under the stairs. Yeah, smart answer, Nikki. We just about escaped. 
It's taken us years to recover. I've got a cellar now as well. <laughs> that doesn't entice me. It's not meant to, Nicky. He's just letting no. you know. That's where yeah. you're going to end up. It was, it was more of a vague threat than anything else. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay, whose turn is it now? Jesse. Number three. It's me. It's my last one of my own. Before I'm going to be so angry if you steal mine. So <laughs> angry. So this is Nikki's favourite game. It is. <laughs> um, it's a. Um, it's one of the Tony Hawk games. It is, but it's Tony Hawk's Underground. Ah, Tony Hawk's Underground. Yeah. Okay. You guys would have a Tony we- Hawk in there somewhere. Yeah. So it has to be done. So much like. Um, much like Max is um, sort of a weird autistic savant when it comes to SSX Tricky, I kind of am with Tony Hawk games as well. Equaled only by um, your, and I suppose my, friend Matt, who is... My best friend. Like, you're, oh, fuck you. You're <laughs> second to best friend. Um, that was a real knee-jerk reaction from That me was. That. He cut <laughs> you deep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, so me and Matt vie for Max's love by competing on Tony Hawk, and it feels like every time I beat him, he'll beat me straight back, and it's been this love-hate relationship for years. But so, and that's cool. That goes across all. The no, Tony but Hawk like games. the day I found that out was so this was the first time like Jesse and Matt have been hanging out, and I was like, oh, two very important men in my life. I want them to have a good day together. So I was like, let's play some games. So we played some everybody's golf, and that was fine. That was okay. And I was like, let's put on some Tony Hawk. And the mood went from light entertainment, joyous, to someone's going to get cut. It just went deadly silent. Just darkened yeah. the room. Yeah, and darkened. they just realised, they locked eyes, and it was like in the Japanese Japanese anime where they just focus on the eyes and the screen split, and then lightning came <laughs> down, and you were like, oh god, they found their It was like that. There's nothing. Honestly, I've never gone through more. I've had close people to me die. I've had all sorts go down. No more pain have I ever experienced than when you're up to a 300,000 combo on horse and then you bail. <laughs> <laughs> that is bad shit, right? That And that has happened to me a couple of times against Matt and it is just the worst feeling in the world. And they take so long to get up. Oh, they do. You know, when you, when you bail on Tony Hawks and they just lie there writhing in pain. It's like, get up! Just get up! <laughs> you guys had a 10-year uh, break until this New Year's that just went. And yes. uh, they came down to Brighton to both of them and just uh, we broke out the PS2 and immediately Tony Hawk 3 went on. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and everyone in the room just got sort of sad and depressed because we and Matt just like, isolated ourselves. Yeah, I think I was just eating a burger in the corner crying. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I we, all just, that, yeah. we all just had to sit there quietly while you guys did that. Any sound and exactly. it was just like, shut up! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Any sound and it was like, yeah, bail, thanks a lot, Steph. Um, exactly how I wanted but, to see my new year in. It's how I dreamed. But the reason I've chosen Tony Hawk's Underground over um, what was on PS2, 3 and 4 before it, wasn't it? And there was a uh, 2 as well. Um, Tony Hawk's Underground had the best single player mode, in my opinion. Again, like the reason you liked on tour, Nicky, um, you created your own dude at the start and sort of just went through his career, started as a just little skater in your local New Jersey town and working your way up. Um, to be a professional skateboarder with who you thought was your best friend, Eric. But Eric turned out to be a little shit. We hate Eric. I still see, if I see pictures of Eric, I get angry. Like, I hate that kid. He completely betrayed me as a professional skateboarder. And um, the single mode was great. You could choose your sponsor as you went through. That was awesome. Because all this stuff, I was obsessed with skateboarding when I was a kid, but I wasn't very good at it. 
so I could sort of live vicariously through this game and become a professional skateboarder and it was great that sounds pretty fun to be fair I think 2 is like the only one I solidly played like a lot but the other ones I feel like I would have really enjoyed as well if I had I gotten into them the FUG games were great and they didn't get really enough credit um I didn't really play much of FUG 1 uh FUG 2 was kind of my jam but I, I know you didn't play it Jesse because you hated everything See, in Thug 2, you have to choose a team. You have to be on Team Hawk or Team Bam with Bam Margera. I hate Bam Margera. And I think, yeah, sorry, I do. And I think Tony Hawk is probably one of the most boring men that's ever lived. So I didn't want to <laughs> spend my time with either of them, really. So I didn't really play that game. I think that's fair. I think neither team speaks mm. to you. Nikki, were you yeah, the exactly. uh, stereotypical 13-year-old who loved CCK and Bam Margera? Oh, God, yeah. And Avril Lavigne, we've established that. Yeah, like I was, yeah, typical. To be honest, Underground was my favourite one. Um, I liked it because I got to play as a girl as well, because, you know, I'm a girl. I like to play as a girl. Um, (laughs) Fucking stereotypical, but it's fine. It was a really good game, and the soundtrack for that one was awesome. I think there was loads of Left and Jake in there as well, which is good. But yeah, yeah, it was good. It was an awesome game, and um, made by Neversoft, who sadly don't exist anymore. Nope. Um, no, I miss Neversoft. So Neversoft have gone. Did they make a Tony Hawk game recently, which would have, which had nothing to do with Neversoft? Neversoft had folded by then. It was just terrible. Yeah. It, like even Tony Hawk said it was terrible. It got like the worst reviews of like any game that year, kind of deal. It was awful. Yeah, that's a shame. What is Tony Hawk doing now? I mean, he's probably still like very occasionally skating and just being old and living off skating money. Yeah, that's pretty much what he does. And his Twitter account's hilarious for people who half recognize him and then he tweets about it because they're like, they take his passport and they're like, ah, you got that same name as that skateboarding guy. And he's like, yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I read a, um, so that last game that was like the worst game in the world, um, I was reading a review of it and I've got to commend the reviewer because uh, this reviewer's favourite game was Tony Hawk's Underground 2. He said, after this shambolic game, um, the only way we're ever going to see another Tony Hawk Underground is when Tony Hawk dies. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's some good writing right there. That is, that is a well-made pun, but also dark as fuck. <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. It really appealed to me. Um, but you look at... Um, but you look at Neversoft's Wikipedia. I want to read you a little bit from Neversoft's Wikipedia page. Um, it's the it's the final bit, and it kind of made me sad. So I was reading the history of this company, and Neversoft are amazing because there was like eight of them. They made Tony Hawk games. They made the first Spider-Man game on PS1. They became this huge. They did the Guitar Hero games. Yeah. They became this massive company. Um, I only recently realised, by the way, that it's a pun on a boner. Took me ages, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just been Wait, reminded of this right now. There you go. Right. Literally under a year ago, I reckon, I learned that. But um, anyway, after reading the history of how they did so well, um, the final sentences of their Wikipedia page is this. July the 10th, 2014, Neversoft was officially made defunct 20 years to the day of its founding, with the remaining employees attending a burning of a sculpture of the skewered eyeball from their logo that had been part of their offices before. That's really sad. That is that's really sad just the idea of them sort of standing round a bonfire with that eye just slowly just melting that's weird that's <laughs> <laughs> it is weird and sad and yeah depressed me but that, that was that's the end of Neversoft oh. well goodbye Neversoft you gave us some good games I totally they forgot did, they right? made Guitar Hero yeah yeah that's a massive game yeah 
and then they I think they merged with um, the people that make Call of Duty um, after all of that so that's why the Neversoft name disappeared but the actual company was still a thing and Call of Duty isn't my cup of tea but that's obviously another series of games that's done very 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 well true very very true well then on the depressing note uh, of the sorry death I was of, uh... <laughs> just had a one moment silence yeah, there I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we've marked the end of Neversoft as as, as a team. Uh, is it who's number three? Is it now? Is it me? Yeah, sure. it is me. Wait, is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Take cool. Shit. Um, so my number three is a game called Ape Escape Two. Does anyone know oh, Ape I've Escape? All about it. Right. I've forgotten all about it. I played it a bit when I was a kid. I think I played it around friends' houses. I never actually owned it, but I loved Ape Escape. It was great. I loved Ape Escape. I was a little bit obsessed with it for a while when I was a kid. Um, if you don't know the game at all, it was uh, a game. It was the first one was on the play, uh, PlayStation One. <laughs> the PlayStation. <laughs> the PlayStation. <laughs> 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 invoked by the ghost. <laughs> Of <laughs> See, I like this because I would normally just like pass on something like that, but you guys bring it up. I enjoy it. Oh yeah! If anyone fucks up on our podcast, they get mocked for a good five minutes. So <laughs> time starting now. There you go. I'll just brace myself. Um, the, I can't say it again. The PS One. Do it. Do it. Player station. Player station. Was where I played. I think number two and number three. Um, and it's basically kind of like a platformer game, but you control a boy trying to catch monkeys around a level. And that's kind of the end of it. The story is like, there's a big white monkey who wants all the monkeys to be like smart um, and free or like, you know, it's quite a nice, it's kind of like a Planet of the Apes kind of deal. Um, and they make it like make monkeys like a special helmet to make them smarter. And... Uh, the guy who owns the lab who's made all these helmets basically decides to leave a small child in charge of the lab um, and he is left and he's like told to give monkeys their pants because apparently monkeys need pants and it is this small child's job to give them pants uh, but <laughs> when, this, this is a weird this is, <laughs> this is a legitimate story and then when he gives them the pants he puts the pants in the cage he also gives them the helmets again so uh, they get the Steph, helmet. Do you, do you write, can you start writing game reviews? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd read everyone. This is this is legitimately like as close as I could get to the description without going on for like five <laughs> hours. All right. So uh, he accidentally gives them back the helmets, and the monkeys get smart again. And you are tasked with catching all the monkeys with your special net and bringing them back. It's probably all of you submission for wanking, but. <laughs> I liked it as a small child, nonetheless. Um, it, uh, it was. I always found the controls really weird. I think that was my favourite thing about it. They were weird, but they were great. So in the first game, it was the first ever game to use analogue as mandatory. So that's a fact for you. Um, so in the nice. second one, you had the same controls. So you controlled the boy with like his con- like movements around um, with... Uh, what's it called? Like um, the left analog stick and like the bumpers and then you controlled your like little man- monkey catcher items because you've got different like nets and stuff with the right analog stick so you kind of had like a wild flinging arm that you could like control in like a 360 thing i'm kind of doing a motion but none of you can see so it's fine 
But um, <laughs> it was great. So you just like swing your arm at monkeys and catch them. Um, it was just generally fun to catch stupid monkeys. Uh, you know, you got like coins and mini games. You know, I'm a fan of a mini game. And, loves a mini game. Uh, yeah. Oh, there was a gacha machine. You guys like gacha? We you love made. gacha, don't we, Jesse? Gacha, 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 gacha pawn. Maybe I should get another. <laughs> Just one more. Just it's one getting more. late. Change my mind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you should go play it because I think again, it's another game that got ported to the PS4 uh, as like a PS2 emulation, uh, and I like upscaled. But upscale monkeys upscale why didn't you say so monkeys and helmets right. and no pants so i yeah i knew this was going to be your obviously top three yeah um and i remember it from when i was young because i had a demo on playstation ones it wasn't two it was just one and i didn't want to look into it because i wanted to preserve what i remembered of the game and all i remember now you've said it you've explained it fairly well um <laughs> is literally running around with a electric baton i don't know if that was a thing yeah. that's just my memory um electrocuting poor deranged monkeys that clearly didn't know where they were and putting them in nets why didn't you describe it like that uh, that's <laughs> sounds, sounds like my wet dream <laughs> <laughs> that's all i remember and i remember thinking it was the weirdest fucking shit and i was very surprised it was your number whatever um but it was cool like it was fun but it's fucking weird <laughs> I had a great time playing these. Like, oh, I'm sure I don't you know did. why you found it so weird. Like, I mean, they were smart monkeys, and they knew what they were doing. I was just trying to put them back. They in had the like helmets. Yeah, weird fluffy helmets. That's on. what I told you about the helmets. Were... The helmets made them super but... smart. Why didn't anyone release them? They were clearly being abused. They didn't have the helmets on. They were just normal monkeys again, so they couldn't look after themselves. And then they got the helmets, and they all escaped. Why couldn't they look after themselves? Because they're normal Who's monkeys. I don't. Themselves? Oh goodness! <laughs> we're not having like a philosophical debate about the like welfare of these monkeys with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to. I love monkeys, and monkeys are my favourite animal. But if I knew I could electrocute one and get away with it, I'd probably. <laughs> Aren't you like a proud parent of a monkey? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a but, I've I've adopted a monkey called Bar in Monkey World. Um, yeah, and um, so I got it. Um, Bobby got it me for Christmas, so I got a nice picture of him, uh, which is nice, and a membership card so I can go to Monkey World for free all year. And I think I'm going to get a couple of letters through the year from Bar as well. Handwritten, covered in poo. Dear Jesse, uh, today was a dark day. If it's, yeah, <laughs> so, well, basically if. If I don't get a piece of paper just like with stains of shit all over it, I know it won't be from him, right? That's the only letter he could possibly write me. And I'm hoping for it. What's good about Monkey World, right? It's probably not good. It's sad, but I find it good. I enjoy it, which probably says a lot about me. Um, a lot of those monkeys were rescued from circuses and stuff where they were made to smoke flags and things like that. But um, they obviously don't smoke them anymore in Monkey World. But sometimes they remember the old days and pick up like a little stick in their cage and just like oh. put it in their mouth <laughs> like, like the old days. <laughs> I really like that. Oh, uh, like the good now old listen days. here. So, just picture this 1920s monkey now with a stick. Listen here, see? He's like, woven yeah. himself. Also... Bring me a banana, see? He's woven himself a like fedora out, please. <laughs> <laughs> Made a little unicycle out of that. You know what, Jesse, but, we should um, go to Monkey World and we'll what? slip them like a pack of camels and they no, can use that. Yeah, no. Barton. Also, another nice story. This isn't, this isn't at Monkey World. This is at a zoo I went to and it was a gorilla, not a monkey. But I was looking at a gorilla and the zookeeper fed it an apple 
and the gorilla took the apple, took the little, um, like, Granny Mabel or whatever it is, sticker off the apple and stuck it on his chest like a little bat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so oh. cute. I know. I know, it's the sweetest thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to yeah. just continue with my facts after we've made a segue into delightful <laughs> Jesse's love of monkeys and their abusive past. Um, one thing I think he will like, fact-wise, is that the voice acting was provided by 4Kids Entertainment, who back in the day did all the voices for um, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! and all those good like translated anime shows that we got in the... 90s and early 2000s oh yeah um so some of the characters are like one of there's a moink a moinky <laughs> fuck what is happening <laughs> it's a playstation and a monkey <laughs> what is happening to my voice i've had too much wine um <laughs> this monkey's making me look like a spider because <laughs> we were talking about 1920s movie stars and now i'm just stuck <laughs> this is what happens when we have someone on the podcast fuck we can never have guests again um so there's a monkey that's voiced by Ash's mum. There's another character Sexy. voiced by someone, the lady who did Misty, Jesse, and Jigglypuff. Mm. And nice. uh, Dan Green, who did the professor and main villain, also did Yugi, like from Yu-Gi-Oh. He's like... Hi, Ash! Thing. <laughs> was that an impression of... That was by Professor Oak. Oh, I see. I thought you were doing well, Ash's mum. Well, hi, Ash! <laughs> that's that's fucking, pretty Oak. fucking good. <laughs> Um, well that was about it for that one, but there are some good pun names that the monkeys have, and I do appreciate a good pun. Lay it on me. Uh there's Tomkey Cruz. Nice. Nice. There is Baboondini. <laughs> uh Count Monkula. <laughs> Clint Apewood. Nice. And my personal favourite, Pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> How's that Just monkey pelvis. related? Pelvis. What's the pelvis got to do with monkeys? Nothing. It's just they, <laughs> they just didn't want to call it Elvis, so instead they just added a P oh. and they just called him Pelvis. Why is it like Melvis? Yeah. I know. That's why I loved it. I was just like that has nothing to do with fucking anything. Maybe they thought that monkeys are really like thrusting. Yeah, they can be. <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> Jesse would know. <laughs> when you get them in the boot. <laughs> oh, that was some good facts about monkeys. <laughs> Do it again. I can't. It's gone. I can't even remember how to play. Monkey. Hey. Moinkies. You basically rhymed it with Twinkies. <laughs> Which is a difficult thing to do. Right. Yeah. Skills. <coughs> Bow down, motherfuckers. Oh, we're in the final stretch. Yeah. Everyone would be glad to know. I'm very, I'm very nervous because I feel like I'm not prepared for. I don't think, I don't think Max is. So Max is number two now. Is a game I've never played. So basically, in my egocentric mm-hmm. mind, that means that no one else in the world has played it. So I think you'll be all right. Nikki. Yeah, no. you'll be fine. So my number two is the uh, the greatest cowboy Wild West adventure game in history, and Rockstar can suck my dick. It's Gun. How did I know that you were going to pick Gun? Oh my god, have you guys played Gun? You fucking no. Gun. No, nah. no one's played Gun. No one's played Gun. My dad played Gun, but I didn't play Your Gun. Your dad played Gun. <laughs> it's a dad yeah. game. It's an old man dad game, Max. Shut up! Shut up, everyone. It was an open world game. Nice. 
It had side missions. You fought off bandit attacks. You hunted animals. You avoided attention from lawmakers. You had showdowns in towns. You did bounty hunting. You did poker tournaments. You did cattle herding. You did mining. You upgraded weapons. It was Red Dead Redemption before it was cool. It's also the hardest game in the world to Google. Yeah, right. I was. There's no fact for this game. Is this game Red Dead Revolver or no, not? No, it's Gun. No, it's called Gun. Because I googled it and that's what it came up. It's called yeah, Gun. How would you wait? How did you Google Gun Game and then it comes up with Red Dead? You just re- honestly did you just it Google did. Red Dead Game? No, not, I Google. Not. If, if like, you Google Gun PS2, it comes up with a little word on the page Red Dead Revolver, and then I clicked on it, and then it was like buy Gun, and I'm like so confused. <laughs> this was its own game and it was called Gun and you're right it's a fucking nightmare to get any facts or research on because if you type in gun facts you just get the NRA dre- breathing down your neck being like guns are fun here's some facts about guns Everybody. and that's guns are fun guns mm. are fun shoot everything exactly and it was a really cool game and you get to scout people which is fucking cool yeah that's selling the fun yeah well what else are you gonna do this is true. Yeah. So a lot of cowboy games are listening, Rockstar. You need to bring in scalping into your games and I'll be happy. Now... Yeah, they're really, they're really struggling, aren't they? Red <laughs> yeah, that game didn't sell well. That game that takes 18 years to complete. So obviously there's no facts for this game. So bringing up Matt again, who uh, is is a, a... What's the your word? Lover? Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. My lover. No, he's connected to all of us, but me and him used to live together at uni. And we completed Gun... I don't even know how You're many such, times. You live, you've lived with all of us, you slut. He doesn't live with me. Oh, no, I haven't. I think you haven't. He lived in your loft. Yeah. You just didn't he's know been, about he's it. He's been out the other day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the veiled disappointment. <laughs> just, no, no shock, just, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I didn't know he was in there. <laughs> what a son of a bitch. So, me and Matt played this all through first year. We completed about three times in first year. Then we moved into our own place in second year. And there was an old, like, uni flatmate... Um, of ours and we were like hey why don't you come over and we'll play some games now I always thought this kid was really weird so I didn't want him anywhere near my flat but Matt was like oh no let's be nice and invite him in it'll be fine um, and I was right to to be suspicious because apparently I just hang out with future serial killers because we started playing gun and uh, we've complete, completed the game so everything's unlocked in the town and this guy just starts murdering everyone <laughs> like we just oh here's the town you go play some poker or you know have a ride around on your horse nope just immediately shotgun out start scalping women and children killing dogs and horses laughing oh, while he does gosh. it saying I know your secrets and uh, <laughs> it just doesn't stop and it got did uncom- you just get this guy off the street no he was we I used to live next door to him at uni oh. and uh, yeah so he was near you when you slept yeah. Yeah, I lock my door a lot. Mm. Nice <laughs> move. I know, right? Nice move. So, uh, have you still have you still got him on Facebook or anything? I do, do you actually. Know what he's up to now? What's he up to nowadays? I think he's still just like living at home, killing puppies, the usual. Okay, cool. Yep. As long as no monkeys are being harmed, <laughs> just he's okay with it. Um, <laughs> my my favorite memory of this game, because there's no real facts to it, is um, no matter what happens in any game, if there's a horse involved, I will name it Brian. And there's a reason I would name it Brian, because when me and Matt did a playthrough on this game, we found this wild horse and we tamed it. And it was the most badass horse. It must have been a glitch, because it withstood fire arrows, flaming torches, gunfire, stabbings, and it just didn't give a shit. It just carried on going, no matter what. It took a cannon to take that horse down. (laughs) A literal cannon took that horse down. And we had it from, like, halfway through the game to the end. Like, horses aren't meant to last that long in that game. Um, And then when it died, I... 
I think this was the first time I've ever shed a tear in a video game as I screamed, Brian! <laughs> as he fell to his doom. And it was... Um, so his memory lives on in every game I play that involves a horse now. I name after Brian. That, so uh, That's one impressive son of a bitch. He was. If only you guys had met him. <laughs> God, he was white main. Sorry. Steph, you're, no, Steph you're, you're playing Breath of the Wild at the moment, aren't you? The Zelda game. I am. Um, have you lost any horses in that game? Fuck, yes. I only just had that happen to can me, we, like, can we not a week. And spoil anything no. to do with this game? I mean... Nothing will, nothing will be spoiled, but horses can die. Yeah, you so need you to know this you going You don't just in. have, like, an opponent or anything? No, not the same name? You, no. okay. you just, like, catch your own horses. And it's just a horse slot in this one. You don't have one of your own. You have your yeah. own. You kind of tame it, but like, and you keep it, and you get it really loyal. And it's like your favorite horse that you drive around everywhere, and it's with you for like the whole point in the game. And so then, they can die, basically. And then, and then something kills it, and you don't know where it's gone, and you think it's just run away. So you sit and you call it, <laughs> and you whistle. <laughs> Right, so it don't get attached to the horse. Okay. No, that, yeah. That's all we're taking away. I whistled and whistled, but Al Capone never came. <laughs> <laughs> Al Capone. That's such a good name. <laughs> oh. Not to like switch to the like the enemy of this game, but I do remember in Red Dead Redemption on PlayStation Three, like having a horse and then accidentally killing it. And then just like skinning it for its fur, just while well, crying, obviously, because it was so upset to die, That's but being at the same time Nikki. being like, I need this, I'm so sorry. You are such a psychopath. That's what yeah, I'm learning no, from this like, podcast. I mean, look, I, I was very attached to the horses that I had, and I was very upset when they died. Mostly it was always probably my fault for taking them down like a steep hill, but I'm not going to waste <laughs> valuable resources. Oh, I'm not getting lost the in the desert with you. <laughs> They're flimsy necks. <laughs> I'm not the only one that did that, I'm sure. Jesus. No flakes. I don't like I don't like horses in real life anyway. They're alright in games, but I don't like them in real life because they're all they're stupid like I don't like their big muscly body and their little skinny legs. It doesn't look natural. It's true actually. <laughs> they they always skip leg day, is what we're learning about horses. And yeah, and they're all muscly, but they're scared <clears throat> like you have to drive all slow when you see them and that. Like they're just big muscly cowards. <laughs> I love the idea wow. of you in a field, you big muscly coward. Get out of here! <laughs> Come at me, bro. Also, why do you? Yeah, why do you have to like drive slowly around them and stuff? Oh, don't scare the horse. When you look at all the shit they went, look, these are Western horses. They went through some shit. True, it's true. Yeah, but these are like you're probably Nambi passing. Pambi. Yeah, you're passing English like snowflake horses. Yeah, that drink tea with their little hoof pinky out. Yeah, <laughs> those are the bastards. <laughs> Best mental image ever, thank you. Um, back to Gun. Not, this isn't a game just about horses. There's lots of cowboying involved. That's all we've taken from it. I know. <laughs> Fuck it, let's just leave it on the horses. Bringing back, because uh, this is a Neversoft game. This was a... I was about to say that. There you go. provide that fact before you did. Uh, you can't you take, me to You it. can't take my facts, Nikki. I've got a whole That's heap it. of things to tell you. There was a tease of a sequel to this game that never actually happened. In Tony Hawk's Proving Ground, there's a demo, and in that demo, there's a poster which reads, Gun, Magruder's Ghost. Magruder is the antagonist of the first game, and he dies by a boulder falling on him. Spoilers! Aww. I know. Then you, It's like 15 years old. Pull your fingers out. And, uh, and then there's the tagline, sometime a man will shoot back even from beyond a grave. So it's probably good it got cancelled. But Activision greenlit a sequel 
but Neversoft, in their genius imagination, decided to focus on more Tony Hawk themed games. And a former president of Neversoft regretted this, and it could have saved their studio, saying, We thought there was going to be this big demand out there for a Wild West game. Quite frankly, I think we were right, and I thank the guys at Rockstar for, in my opinion, proving us right. Even though you fucked your own studio over by going against what you thought was best. Dickhead. Man. A more depressing end of... Uh, and then they burned of... the eye and stood around it. <laughs> they did burn the eye. And they probably danced around it, I hope. Naked. Wearing yeah. hats. With war paint on. <laughs> Can you guys get an ex-Neversoft employee on here and just confirm that story? Done. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, Gun is the greatest cowboy game of all t- time. Go play it. I will. I will. And you can compete in like a weekend, right? Cause oh, yeah. You, you well then, Nikki, I believe it's your turn. Yes. So I'm very excited to talk about this game because for you me personally, it. it's probably the most played PlayStation 2 game, um, which is Grand Theft Auto by C. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So that wasn't your number one. Nope. That's good. Nice. That's good. Um, so yeah, Grand Theft Auto Vice City was released in 2002, um, and it was set in the 80s, which is my favourite era of time, so clearly it was it was always going to be a match made in heaven. Um, it was the first game to add a fully voiced protagonist, which was Ray Liotta. Ooh. Does anyone know? Yes, we know. Ray? We know famous Ray. We're all fans of Goodfellas yes. here. Because <laughs> I had to Google it because I couldn't remember what he looked like. How but did you forget what Ray Liotta looked like? I don't know. I've got a lot of things on at the moment. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know the game basically takes place in miami obviously um and you play a man who's escaping i think it's cuba um he wears flowery shirts and basically takes over the sea starts a lot of crime um doesn't do great things well depending on obviously what you do as him um but it was an awesome game i loved it I think the soundtrack will probably be one of the main features as well. I love that game on the radio with any Grand Theft Auto games. Always amazing. Um, I watched a play for earlier of someone playing it and they didn't turn the radio on once and while driving around. And I was just like, you are an idiot because that's the best part. Flash FM, I think, is my favorite radio station. It was awesome. Um, I think that got me into the love of the 80s and apparently for a lot of people as well from what I read. But yeah, it was just a good game. Um, and I do have some facts, but... I'm curious if anyone else played it. I liked the Scottish rock band in it. Um, Love Fist, were they called? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I liked Love Fist. And they were on the radio quite a lot, being interviewed. They were funny. And there was a mission where you had to go in and, to a club that they were playing and beat them up or something. I can't remember <laughs> now. But that was yeah, cool. the adverts were great as well on the radio. I think yeah. that's what I love. They were hilarious. Can I controversially say, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, Nikki, and... Um, I love all Grand Theft Auto games. This is my least favourite really? Grand Theft Auto game. Yes. <clears throat> She's not how to deal with that, Jesse. Brace yourselves. I love all the Grand Theft Auto games. I'll Except yours, on Except, Except your, your favourite. Except your opinion. I think... That's I'm going to shit on. For me, <laughs> it is one of those games that I do think I look through rose tinted glasses a bit. Because when I was watching all the playthroughs through, I did sit back and think, you know when you get like a vision of a game from nostalgia and you haven't played it since you were like since it came out so i was what 12 and in your mind it looked so much better than it was yeah it felt so much better i think that is gonna be one of those for me and you know i still think it's great and i have like played it on my phone a bit and i still think it's awesome but yeah it's probably not as good as some of the others but i think for me it was just quite pivotal i think i mean i love the 80s so that's probably gonna do it but um i just think it was quite a 
how do I describe it? Like for GTA at that time, it was it was pretty pivotal in the whole world of GTA because I think three. I didn't really play three, but I don't think it was that exciting. Well, what was your favorite GTA? You game? shut up. We'll get on to our favorite GTA later. But okay. um, <laughs> GTA, uh, but GTA three um, was like you've got to got to sort of put yourself like you are with Vice City as well. I understand that when Vice City came out, it was amazing. And mm. obviously, it might not have aged well, but it was awesome then. Same with GTA 3, because GTA 3 was the first game like that. Do you know what I mean? Like a sandbox yeah, exactly. game of that scale. And when you look at GTA on the PS1, that all that bird's ideal and stuff, and that they jumped to this amazing, you know, it's stupid to say now, but back then, you like you said, with Vice City, you play it and you go, gee, it's like watching telly, like the graphics are amazing. <laughs> and, um, it genuinely felt like that at the time but GTA 3 was that for me so that gave me more of a wow factor than Vice City because I was sort of over it by the time I Vice suppose, City came yeah. out I think that was like I mean I, I remember playing the first Grab of Dots as demos where it was the top down and then I remember then I jumped to Vice City I didn't really I don't think I really played 3 back then so for me it was like the introduction to the new GTA almost mm. so I think that's why it was so comfortable for me because I was kind of like whoa shit like I'm actually like in a you know I'm actually a person not just a weird blob on a screen um and yeah but no i i i don't mean to shit on three i apologize um i just think that you know i love the 80s so that's, that's it for me there's, there's no counteracting that that's just like the main reason it's just nikki's love for 80s i think gta well or most gta's but mostly vice i think because it was the first proper one i played i felt like it taught me a lot about life i was 12 you know and i was trying to understand the world and then i picked up vice and it just made it a little bit clearer. Some, well, based know? on your sadistic, murdering ways that we've discussed in the last hour or so, I can understand. Yeah, but anyway, moving on. Many hookers um, were uh, harmed in the making of Nikki's childhood. No, I, I treated them well. It taught me a lot about women and self-respect and that kind of stuff. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, that was funny. You know, you pick up hookers and you'd have to go find a quiet alley to get it on, and so you'd sort of drive down a quiet alley and me being a sort of 12 30 year old boy i wanted to see the action right so i'd be seeing the car like jiggle and i'd be like oh yeah so i'd um, <laughs> use the right stick or whatever just try and rotate the camera around so i could see what was going on yep. but they hadn't animated it so they're just sitting next to each other in the car yeah just, no, i remember that <laughs> just, just sitting there just all having a for, chat well, yeah exactly why well, you could hear them like yelping at that it was for so, years that's but, what no, i thought no, sex was you just sit and make noises <laughs> <laughs> just sit next to each other in a car <laughs> just sit there in a quiet alley. <laughs> you take a oh, yeah, <laughs> Just just throw money at yeah. her. And then run her over afterwards again. <laughs> My first couple of girlfriends did not care for me, let me tell you. <laughs> so, going back to Ray Liotta. Um <laughs> fact, you do. Is, <laughs> fact is that uh he was asked why he decided to be the voice of the main protagonist of GTA Vice City, and his simple answer was, for the money. <laughs> well, it's fair enough. Yeah. Blue eyes. So, yeah. I think that's commendable. <laughs> um, there were other voice actors in the game as well that were really famous, such as Danny Trejo. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I love him. Um, Burt Reynolds, who apparently, um, so the Rockstar co-founder Dan Hauser stated that um, his frustrations with working with like famous actors because of his um, experience with Burt Reynolds, he never wants to hire them again. Wow. Because wow. apparently Burt Reynolds was not great to work with 
So yeah. Oh, rest um, in peace, Bert. <laughs> that's what he said. Sit on your memory. Not me. No, Dan Hauser, not me. Um, so anyway. My, my biggest memory of um, Bert Reynolds is when he's in um, Without a Paddle. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. The, um, crazy man who um, was after the treasure in the forest, in the jungle. I love that was good, good times. Um, I love Bert. Other names in GTA Vice City is Jenna Jameson, Gary Busey. If anyone remembers that. Yeah, Jenna um, Jameson, can I just say, I literally just listened to the Love Alone episode where she's on with uh, Adam and Dr. Drew. Nice. Yeah. Oh, awesome. What's she like as a person? I've never really just... cared about her personality. No. <laughs> For those who don't know, she's an adult film star, or she was. Uh, she was fine. She was just very, like, typical ditzy Californian, if you know what I mean. Okay, good. Yeah, that's what I expect. Mm. It's funny if you Google her character in GTA Vice City because the only way I can describe her is looking like a refrigerator. Not not good looking. Like obviously meant to be good looking because it's she was like, you know, I think she's like a model or a porn star or something. But the way that they designed her, not good. Not oh. good. I, not, didn't not, know not, not like oh, I forget how innocent you are. No. She's a model or a or I, I don't know what she is. An actress. it's all the same um so but also my favorite person that was in gta breast city which i totally forgot and i i suggest you go watch youtube videos of it because it's hilarious is danny dyer danny dyer is in there yeah really go like after this episode like youtube danny dyer by c because he's in it and it's hilarious Oh, I just, it's made me realise I feel like I'm missing out in life, that Danny Dyer is not in, in more video games, because <laughs> I don't know what it is, I could, I could just picture him just stood in this, I don't know, I just, I love Danny Dyer. I'm going to go check that That's, out. I love I loved Danny Dyer as well, and you just made me think, if they ever, one of my like dreams has always been that they do a GTA London in sort of today's uh, Grand Theft Auto style, that would be awesome, that'd right? That would be great. And, yeah. Danny Dyer would need to be. They should bring that character from Vice City because they tend to do like crossovers and callbacks on GTA games. They should yeah. bring Danny Dyer's character into GTA London. Yeah, stop working on extenders, Danny. Yeah, exactly. Your shit together. Out of your arsehole. You know, just thinking about that quickly because like there was a GTA London when it was like the top-down view. Um, I just yeah. feel like it doesn't really work because our streets are so narrow and shit for driving around in video games that it's just the American style just lends itself so much better you mean everyone you just be in yeah. traffic for yeah. like five hours <laughs> M25 is that the game that had the Harry Krishnas uh, yes I believe so yeah I used to enjoy running over the Harry Krishnas because it would appeal to my love of symmetry because their bodies would just all be lying in a nice pattern on the floor <laughs> you said earlier you were disturbed by dead bodies in games now look at you no it's alright it's alright when they're bird's eye <laughs> <laughs> captain bird's eye <laughs> Oh, Captain Birdseye is a weird, like, action hero now. What? On, on the, I saw an advert. I saw an advert on the telly. And he was all, um, he was all, he's still got his beard at that, but he's all muscly. And he's, like, saving people. I don't know how I feel about this. Neither do I. I don't want my, I don't want my Birdseye sexualised. Yeah, whoever found <laughs> so a fish finger to... sexy. <laughs> well. I went to Google Captain Birdseye. <laughs> I googled Captain Birdseye, right, to find out whatever the fuck you're talking about, and all that came up was a Captain Birdseye costume, and the costume was great, admittedly, but then someone stood next to it. You can buy the fish finger outfit. Oh. So there's... <laughs> I'm gonna... Jessie, yeah, this is great. Halloween. Like, Where this is hers. Yeah, alright, let's do it, right. Bagsy, bagsy the finger. Oh, that means I gotta get in shape. <laughs> Couples cosplay oh, no, for you. you. Can... 
you could be a classic Burntai who's just a shambolic alcoholic. <laughs> now that I can do, my friend. <laughs> Steering his boat anyway, full we're of fish and children. <laughs> <laughs> We're on a fishy tangent right now. We need to swim back. <laughs> that is. Uh, that's, that's, that's quite impressive, getting to fish fingers from Crabby. Right. <laughs> I don't have any more facts. GTA Vice City was the best Vice City, uh, best GTA game, in my opinion. You are number one now. It is your number one now, guys. And Jesse. this is your joint number one. Put some knowledge on that, bitch. Uh, our number one is the best Grand Theft Auto game of all time, which basically <laughs> negates everything you said, Nikki, and makes you a liar. And um, the best one is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Sit down. Sit down. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> uh, it, is, it is easily. Uh, it, no game has been made as good as that. And I know we can talk about loads of reasons why it's awesome. But I want to level with you. Um, biggest reason I like it is because you get to be black. Yep. <laughs> you can live out your fantasy of being black jesse i feel like i am black in it and i got to live it in this game and since this game actually every time you get an option to choose your skin color in any video game i always go black it's true he does interesting and we have san andreas to thank i think cj was an awesome protagonist he was, he was yeah. i agree with you there he was the first he was the first gta character you were that sort of had a conscience kind of like i think um like um ray the otter um was um sort of he was cool but he wasn't he, he wasn't a good person whereas cj sort of was a good person sorry i just really like how um the character's name was tommy Vasetti, but i just like how he's ray the otter now cj and cj did it in a way that like so remember um what was his name nick nicky nick nikolai whatever his name was in gta 4 the guy you were so i didn't like that because he was um this he sort of had this history of war that you talk about through the game and he was so traumatized by his war yet you wander through town like just shooting people at will that made sense to me but sort of cj's character sort of he was always he was in the gang life and he was killing for that reason and then you obviously evolve as the game goes through it was awesome so the story is amazing the characters are awesome and just the step up in gameplay from vice city is astounding you could though. swim Max, you, you could swim you could swim and also something that they got rid of in later games but they did for this one is you could get fat you could work out you it was more like rpg based and then that's true and they that realized was it was a horrible idea and never did it for any of the other ones I don't think I don't think it was I a loved it. idea. Yeah, I, I liked that, it. Sandra. I was like, I'll go to the gym every day and mash my buttons to get muscle. Yeah, it's cool. If only it was like that. Oh man, yeah. Uh, my first, I have five facts because it's a top five podcast and this is our number one. So, fact number one: mentioning CJ there, Jesse, the voice actor for the main character in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was discovered by pure luck. Who knew? You all did now. How? The producers. What was the luck? I'll let you know, my friend. The producers of the game overheard rapper Young Melee when they were speaking with a musician about the game's score. The producer immediately knew that May- Melee had the perfect voice for the character and CJ was born. Side fact, 5.1. 50 Cent was originally asked to voice CJ, but turned it down because if he was ever to voice a character in a video game, it would be as himself. And after San Andreas was released, he got his wish in the game 50 Cent Bulletproof. <laughs> I vaguely remember that game coming out. Yeah. I sort of blocked it from my mind, and it suddenly all come back. Yeah, to me. there you go, there you go. Um, there was a. I'm just going to continue with the facts until you interrupt me, Jesse. 
So uh, San Andreas includes a theme park called Glory Hole. However, although mentioned, it's not physically evident, which is why I have trust issues. <laughs> that's that's a weird fact. Oh yeah, these aren't like that's, helpful facts. This is just a deep view into your psyche. <laughs> yeah, I just want to let people know. Okay, that's a cry for help. People listen closely enough to this podcast. There's lots of them. <laughs> Um, These podcasts will one day be played. Before. Oh God, you have no idea. Between mine and Jesse's uh, Facebook Messenger conversations and these podcasts, we're going away for a long time. Oh, good. <laughs> Not only us, you two have you two doing this show. You're um, liable now as yeah, well. Yeah. I can just see a courtroom one day saying about. Uh, and as you can see from um, 54 minutes in, Step Marcus clearly said she enjoyed electrocuting the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I will take a plea deal and take you guys down, so... <laughs> Shit, <laughs> think about that. Yeah. Uh, something yeah. I never noticed in the game, I uh, don't know if you did, Jesse, but in the city of San Ferro, show signs of recent earthquakes. So there's, like, news reports as well on the radios that a quake had recently taken place. And looking at the images, there's, like, rubble and broken buildings around. That's interesting. Yeah. Now that you mention it, that's sort of it. I just thought it was a shit up. Yeah, same. I didn't think there was a reason why. Same. Yeah, well, there you go. And uh, my final fact is uh, thousands of gamers are looking for a Bigfoot in the game and attempted to take pictures from the in-game camera. No one has yet confirmed its existence, but many photos that games have that gamers have taken resemble a rather big creature in the woods. Trees uprooted and weird noises can be heard in the section of the map called Backer Beyond. Also, many alien and ghost sightings have been reported. Now... There's a shit ton of like Wikipedia um, articles on this and YouTube of people like people start to mod it uh, to obviously like show that they are. But there's like all these things where people think they see Bigfoot in this game and there's like aliens and stuff and, and the developers are like, no, there, there isn't anything in there. But people are like, no man, I saw Bigfoot, bro. And they're like, I think people were getting high while playing this well, game. I can't comment. <laughs> That's a big. <laughs> That's a bit inception, isn't it? Because like, there's people in real life who claim that Bigfoot's real, and that's a big conspiracy. And now there's a conspiracy about a fictionalised Bigfoot. In a, you're not real, man. Yeah, it's weird. It's Are weird. Us real. <laughs> oh, oh, Nikki. Oh, she's getting a bit Jaden Smith on us. <laughs> um, there's uh, yeah, GTA Five though did nods to that. And they had Bigfoot and aliens. Exactly. So, ah, uh, well then there you go. They do always kind of link so, on okay, the, the, the two games and stuff. There's loads of other like weird facts with San Andreas where like there, there's a silent character in it who people say is like the character from the very first Grand Theft Auto games. And oh yeah, no, that, that's, that's cool. Confirmed. Yeah, that is. Yeah, cool. oh, I like. It, there's just like so many weird stuff about it, and it's just it's such a great game because as Jesse said, unlike um, the toilet that was to- that was Vice City, this game. <laughs> has- <laughs> <laughs> you you could just do so much the map was huge the stories were great area 69 was fantastic um me and jesse used to play this game like all the time after school it was a case of we played it we played it all through our year 11 exams, yeah. which explains a lot about the fact that we are now um unqualified morons <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly because during like study because you'd go home to study before the exam and that yeah. kind of stuff me and Jessica came back and played San Andreas to see who could jump off the building with the parachutes and who could pl- crash planes and uh, yeah then we'd go to our exams that was a fun. yeah do you remember that were you with us when we found that random bunny rabbit uh, with like Rob King and stuff we tried to catch this bunny rabbit that was wild and we ended up missing like yes. half the exam due to it 
Yeah, 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 no, totally worth it. Yeah, I, I, I failed. That, that's one of the reasons, first reasons I failed English was because we chased a bunny rabbit for half an hour. Yeah. We fail English? Well, we... <laughs> that's our problems. Um, uh, yeah, we definitely failed science because we played, spent all day playing GTA, didn't we? And then, for some reason, you know when you do an exam, right, and you go in in alphabetical order, um, in science, they just let us go in. Yeah. So me and Max ended up sitting behind each other, which didn't help. So <laughs> we were supposed to be doing the exam, and we were basically just playing footsie for an hour and a half. I got an F. How did this happen? Oh, I remember. Well, I remember. <laughs> I'm in flashbacks now. To be fair, like the GTA games were dangerous for that age group that we were because we were just obsessed with playing games like. You'd get up on a weekend, like, and that's all you'd do. And like you said, you'd go home after school, and that's all you'd play. And like GTA games were like really long and in depth, and you could do stupid shit all the time, like jump off buildings and catch rabbits. Yeah, you just get sucked in for like hours and hours and hours. I know catching the rabbit happened in real life. Oh, it was an actual rabbit. Yeah, that was actually like we were walking to the exam and we saw a rabbit. Oh, tried to catch it. Wait, what's that? What's that got to do with San Andreas then? We were playing GTA because we've been playing the game and then walked to the exam and saw the rabbit. Why is that connected to the game? Yeah, it's true. That that, that made it sound like that was in that the was game. That was such an irrelevant story. <laughs> well, that's like being like, oh yeah, I played some games tonight. Oh, I went outside and I saw a cat. <laughs> And if you tried to catch that cat, I'd be interested. And I'm very interested. No, but I'm already interested, Nikki. Please tell me more. This is how conversation works. (laughs) I just just like it. It's like we played GTA together. We went to an exam. We played footsie. Just, this is great. Tell us more. Uh, Just for the listeners who are intrigued, we didn't catch the rabbit. I'm sorry. Turns out they're They're very fast. (laughs) Quite bitey little bastards. (laughs) Do you have any facts Uh, about rabbits? Um, Nikki, if you were listening, I listed off five facts. She wasn't paying attention. Do you want another one? Do you want another one? (laughs) If you walked from one corner of the map to the other, it would take you an hour and 40 minutes. Is that a fact that you Googled or you just know because you timed it? No, I just Googled it. I'm not sad. I don't know. We heard about you trying to catch rabbits for half an hour. sad. That's cool. I've just found a article called 27 Interesting Facts About It, and I'm going to give you we're not, we're not. No, Nikki. I'm going to say, we're no. not going to sit here. 27 You're going to sit. No. Uh, you wanted facts, Nikki. Nikki. You wanted facts. You, you made your bed. <laughs> this is kind of your own back for how many facts you like to bring to these things. Now you know what it's like to do a podcast with you, and you just like, <laughs> now I'm going to room off all of these facts. <laughs> Exactly. You. I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking at them, and all the used facts are shit. To be honest with you. Yeah, I picked um, the best, mate. But they, one of the characters resembles Neo from the Matrix. That's not even a fact. That's just like speculation, isn't it? That's not even a fact. <laughs> um, you need to sort your fact game out before you come back on this oh. show. I know. I'm panicking here uh, because of its success and popularity. GTA San Andreas has the most ports than any other GTA game, being available on a wide array of systems. Whether it is a download or an actual disc more than Vice City in Nikki. your face Nikki you can get it, you can get it on like iOS and Android so but I, I love the game but I wouldn't want to play it on my phone I don't I feel like that would be irritating I played Vice City on, on Android and it made it even shitter than it already is oh <laughs> god damn it I flung my phone down the toilet Vice City was not shit it was a very good game oh yeah Vice yes City. San Andreas was also good but that came after yeah, yeah. 
You wouldn't have had San Andreas without you Vice City. You go play SSX on tour and Vice City and. <laughs> I will. I bet you like. I bet you like games. like Rocky Five as well, and you're one of those people. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's let's not let's not go at each other yeah. here. I bet your favorite Pokemon is Pokemon X and Y. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever want to come back on this podcast? Could you not go the right way around it? You're not in charge. I am. <laughs> you're a pawn. Pawn. You're a pawn. We back on Gemma <laughs> Jameson. This is this is this is just becoming. <laughs> Just not what. Yeah. Can we? Can we just uh, let's take five minutes. Remember our sadness forever and never soft, and uh, calm the shit down, and stop shitting on each other's top fives. That's not how we do things here. Come on, don't make me get out the Kermit Frog song. I will fight you if I have to. Sorry, Mama Moomin, Mama Steph. Oh, sorry, Commander Bitch Tits. Thank you. That needs context. Oh, good. It's my pet name for Nikki. It's not. I chose that name for myself while playing Apex Legends because I was the commander. Sure. <laughs> Are you done with your facts now, Jesse, or do you want to carry on? No, I'm done. What's your number one? <laughs> you guys are so distant. Steph, take the lead. Damn squib of a one. <laughs> Our mighty squib is <laughs> Final Fantasy X because we always choose Final ah! Fantasies whenever we're given PlayStation options. <laughs> um, so Final Fantasy X is like up there it's probably like my second favourite Final Fantasy it's my favourite one on the play- Playstation 2 what's your favourite? 9 cool I don't know about Nikki which I just started for the first yes time. well Final Fantasy X is not my favourite it's my favourite on the Playstation 2 because there were barely any on the Playstation Nikki. 2 um, I mean yes. if you just never mind carry on no, 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 Final Fantasy was my. It wasn't my favorite Final Fantasy game because that's like seven and eight. But it was my favorite on PlayStation Two, so it's up there. So it's your. F- you realize that's exactly the same sentence that I just said. <laughs> no, you said Final Fantasy Nine. Final Fantasy Nine was PlayStation yeah, One. Yeah, and I said, but Ten is the favorite on PlayStation Two. But it's yeah, not I'm my favorite. Wow. Exactly. You just repeated it. It was the same information. In a Welcome to the last episode of Game Till Five. <laughs> I'm just gonna cut this shit out. I'm, I'm just saying it's my. It is the same. I'm just for me. saying the same thing that you said. Good. You have to say you agree. Then you agree. It's the favorite. Your our yes, favorite I, one on PlayStation Two. I agree. I just wanted to say it. You just want to say my sentence. Good. We, we don't have this kind of infighting, do we, Jesse? No, I, I do not envy your. You've brought it out of us. This is all your fault. Dance, we're, puppets, dance. We're normally fine. We're absolutely fine it's normally. Because, You're I here. Think... You insulted my choices. <laughs> I'm all just flabbergasted. She's thrown off. <laughs> and now, because of this, she's not going to pay attention to anything I say. <laughs> my jaw hurts. Can I say, I think that's the first and only time that the word flabbergasted will ever be used on a podcast. <laughs> well done, guys. Well done. <laughs> so... I don't think you're going to cut this, but if you do decide to cut that out, Steph, I agree with you. I'm the same. <laughs> Good. Wait, what was your pick again? We're back to Final Fantasy X. Oh, okay. Uh, it's our choice for number one. And... <laughs> Not is, nine. It is nine. Yeah. It's our collectively favourite on the PlayStation 2. I forgot. <laughs> you guys agreed on this. We both agree. Um, and... <laughs> 
Why is it our favourite? It's our favourite because it's got one of the best stories in it by far. It's a very emotional journey. Um, one that I hope that you guys take when it comes out on Switch later this year. Um, and yeah, it's just great. There's a lot of water involved. People play a weird form of football underwater. That's always enjoyable. <laughs> the soundtrack is incredible, as per any most Final Fantasy it games. Is. Uh, it feels a little bit different to the old Final Fantasies that are on PlayStation 1. Um, in the sense of, like, there's voice acting for a start. It was the first one with voice acting. And um, also, it's, like, a little less... Like, because you don't really ever travel in a big open world ever. Like, normally you have, like, the big map land uh, that you, like, run across with your tiny little body. Whereas this one, it just automatically, like, takes you through, right? It's, like you're following a story and you're in like a small set of the world like in a dungeon kind of thing and you've got a little path to like explore but the actual like traveling across the map is done by like cutscene and dots that's nice <laughs> yeah so it was the first final fantasy game to introduce voice acting instead of subtitles which for me was a tricky time now i'm fine with it i'm used to it now but back in the day when it came out, I really struggled with 10. I love it now, and it's a great game, but I think at the time, I was struggling to, like, adjust. Um, a lot of people also felt a bit weird about the voice acting, um, especially that one famous scene, which... I mean, the I awkward is... laughing scene? But, yeah, if you don't know yes. it, you should yes. Google it, but it might kill your voice. Is yeah. it just... Why is it just badly acted? <sighs> yeah, kind of. They have a very, like... It's like a laughy-jokey scene with two between two people, and it's just, like, the most cringeworthy... <laughs> scene and in gaming basically awesome i'll check that i did some uh research on final fantasy like 10 not for this but for something else i was looking up and less people find the voice acting annoying as i first thought most people actually really liked all of the voice actors yeah. apart from yuna they only didn't like yuna yuna was the only one that they didn't oh, do you know what agree with that which surprised me what's wrong with she's a wet blanket she was just just a bit of a just worse. a bit of like she just yeah just a stick <laughs> what can you do with she a just stick? she just had a bit of an annoying voice and it was very much like <sighs> you know <laughs> can you can you say can you say a full sentence please in that voice no oh go on just say hi my name is whatever that character's name was i'm not doing it i'm not performing monkey anyway apparently they actually did use skeletal animation technology and motion capture um, which I thought was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I didn't know Ske that. That is cool. I don't know what that is. And that was back Skele in the day. So meant, meant skeletal. Oh. I said skeletal. Yeah. Did I say skeletal? Does that mean they had to wear um, like wear the body suits with all the ping pong balls all over it? Oh, okay. That's good. I really hope that people who listen to this podcast aren't trying to learn English off you two. <laughs> Mo <monkey>. um, <laughs> Why are we inviting you? Just insulting us, insulting our games, causing us to fight. Yes. I'm trying to bring it back. Um Steph. Yeah. So I haven't played the remake on PlayStation 4, but I want to get it at some point. But one thing that I want to do and that I always wanted to do was to play it with Japanese voice acting instead is do you know if that's an option because i couldn't find out if it was um i had the remake on playstation 3 um mm -hmm. and i cannot remember i think i didn't i feel like it was an option um okay. i don't well, necessarily know whether it's any better though if i'm honest like 
If anyone actually listens to this podcast, please let me know because that would probably make me buy it sooner because I think I'd just rather that for me personally. She's too hipster for everybody. Yep. Yeah, right. It's it's Una. She fucks it. And how does her voice go? (laughs) 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 Fuck it. That's as good as we're going to get. We we got somewhere. Um, Nikki, do you have any facts about this? Um, So, aside from the already amazing facts I've already given, um, the one fact I did have was in regards to a certain scene, which I don't know if you looked at as well, where they actually changed it from what it was in Japanese to what it is in English, which is, it doesn't really give anything away, but basically Yuna says, thank you, in a particular scene in Japanese, but then the US um, developers wanted to change it to I love you instead, but apparently the Japanese developers were like, no, that's not really a saying that we have in Japan or something, Uh, but they eventually got away with changing it, so they actually changed it to to that, but that's like the first time it was ever said in a Final Fantasy game, so... That's my the, the Japanese don't say I love you. No, they say I they say I like you like more. I like I like you a lot. Oh. Like I like you massive. It's like Daisuke, like uh, is like big like, which means like I love you. They don't say I love you. Okay, like yeah. I like you, sexy. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. And they wanted to make it more sentimental as opposed to just being like thank you like if someone says to you that they love you and you say thank you like you might be a bit like fuck you so <laughs> yeah anyway that was the, literally the only fact I had because everything else was a little bit not that interesting about how I mean they wanted to make Titus's hair brown that was about it really <laughs> <laughs> that's a good fact actually the fact I that have... would have ruined the game <laughs> <laughs> there were no brunettes in my game <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's uh, not a fact I had, but one fact I did have was that Titus's name is never actually spoken in the game. Um, oh. How do we know that's his name? Uh, well, it's like, I think it comes up in the option of like, because you can, I think you might be able to change his name, but I can't remember. Uh. Or actually, can you? I think you can rename some people, but some people you can't in this one because normally you used to be able to rename everybody's characters in thingy. And I can't remember whether you can oh, or not. Oh, that's great. I think... Um, it's just a case of like because you can put your own name in there you can't pre-record that many names right so um, yeah he never got his own name he just got like pronouns for him and whatever's um, and a more development fact is that it cost 3.2 million to make 32.3 million Three, two, oh yeah thanks for reading my notes <laughs> off my screen there <laughs> Fuck, why do I have you guys on here? Jesus. Just keeping it factual. No, so, yeah, that would have been a lie if Max hadn't corrected you. Uh, yeah. You would have had a lying podcast. I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's our number one. It was a very good game. Good choice. And yeah, there was. I, I couldn't think of any other number one that would have been. I've better. never played a single Final Fantasy game in my life. No. I uh. <laughs> Gross boys. Uh. Well, Jesse, you've just started nine, right? Yeah, I've, I've never played a Final Fantasy game either um, until last week. I They released Final Fantasy nine on the Switch, so I thought I'd have a go. Um, I'm only up to the ice cabin, so I'm not very far, but I'm enjoying it. It's good. I'm looking forward to seven. That's coming out in March on the Switch, and you've assured me, Steph, that you think I'll like that one a lot. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I think I'll play um, that, yeah. When it comes out, I'll... I think the story-wise is more geared towards what I think you guys will like. 
the nine nine is okay. lovely but it's like a bit more i don't know medieval fantasy fairy tale kind of feeling for me seven and eight are probably my favorites nine like to be honest seven eight and nine are amazing but i think i'm always talking between seven and eight eight is well, i think one that's underrated but i enjoy a lot so definitely uh get on that i've been enjoying the bumbling guard in nine yes <laughs> steiner's great steiner's ridiculous that's it steiner yeah yeah yeah, yeah. There's some good characters in there. He looks like he's wearing eyeliner as well. Yeah, because it kind of oh, like comes does. down. Yeah. Yeah. Old emo eyeliner. It's great. Yeah, no, yeah. Big fan. Um, so that kind of finishes our lovely top five. Did you guys have any uh, honourable mentions that you want to talk about really quickly? Like just saying the name, no facts. Something you said like, oh, I really like Dynasty this Warriors 5. You played a lot of Dynasty <laughs> Warriors, right? I fucking love Dynasty Warriors. That's, yeah. Dynasty Warriors is a great game. And me and my brother used to play it. It's like the only thing we ever bonded over. Uh, yeah, Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> That's sad. Welcome only to point. my home life. Yeah, Dynasty Warriors was the shit. Dynasty Warriors is your I, um I used to play a lot of, um, obviously, a wrestling game has to be mentioned. It was called um, Smackdown Here Comes the Pain. It was a WWE game on PS2. Um, wrestling games are great because when you, when you create your own wrestler and give them a moveset, um, you can see the list of all the moves when you're assigning them and I genuinely believe that our generation of wrestling nerds all know the names of all these obscure moves just because of games like that wrestling video games and seeing them actually listed and watching them be done so those games educated me and Max in our nerdy pursuits and the reason that we're on this show now is wrestling so it was Smackdown Here Comes the Pain that started all that off for me really. exactly nice. Is that now how you used to torture each other with your moves? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, we used to perform many a trick on each other. Mm. The less said about that, the better, I yep, think. Yeah, yep. true. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Nikki, do you have any? Of course. Um, so mine, I have Tomb Raider Legend, which I thought was a good game. Mm-hmm. That was on PlayStation 2. Uh, Time Splitters, which I wanted to put Fuck in yeah, my Nikki. thing. But I couldn't fit it in but yeah time splits is amazing again time splits 2 the multiplayer oh yeah everyone loves the multiplayer on time yeah. splits 2 yeah um and also dirge of cerberus oh nice but i won't speak too much on that because it was a bit of a janky game but it was really good in the story <laughs> also, <laughs> but i like it and i want to mention it but it's not like perfect but you know it's still up there it's a very fan service game i think that's about all i can say yeah um mine were i've got quite a little bit list but i'm just gonna reel them off uh mine was soul caliber 2 because i think that was like the only fighting game i've ever like properly gotten into was soul caliber and that was the one that started it for me um you're proper good at it as well it's annoying oh thanks yeah can i give a fact about soul caliber 2 quickly it's in relation to wrestling oh go on then and it brings us around so soul caliber 2 was the first game in the series to be a sponsor of a wrestling event that's a ah, good fact, there you Nikki. go. That is a relevant. Well done. Um, my other ones were Jack and Daxter, which was a great little platforming game. Um, Guitar Hero, because nobody didn't play Guitar Hero in their like teens. I never Everyone... played Guitar Hero on PS2. Really? Ever? Yeah, I only ever played it. I only ever played it on um, PS2. See, I just always remember going to like house parties and people having it out, and like just all the boys that we would hang out with. That's what they'd do was sit and play Guitar Hero on PS2. Uh, see, we had sex. Oh, okay. I was going to say different. with each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you've said it. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, obviously, because I love Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I have not played the recent one, though. Um, and Legend of K, which was a game about a tiger who knew karate. Love it. 
It got Sold. it got an anniversary edition out. I think actually recently, like a remade. It was great. You guys have inspired us, and our top five this week, uh, oh, yeah. which drops on Friday, which might actually be before this episode comes out, is we're, we're going to be doing top five wrestling <laughs> video games. Amazing. So if you like what you hear, uh-huh. we've done a video game based one purely on wrestling. We not invited. No, oh, God no. No. Oh. You've never played a wrestling video game in your life. That's true. Oh. <laughs> no, it's not actually. I have played. Yeah. You can come on though. I I have. I played quite a few. That's the most I know about wrestling nice. is I got from video games. Um, I'm going to wrap up this podcast then. Uh, thank you very, very much for joining us, you two. Although I'm slightly regretting it and the editing job that I'm going to have to do now. Oh, we had a great time. I'm glad. I know. It was a lovely time. <laughs> I feel like there was a lot of rage, but I feel like we've got past it. Yeah, we've made a journey and we've come out the other side as better friends. Me and Jesse never get invited back to podcasts we've guessed on, except for Steve. So I think this says a lot more about his state of mind. That people just don't want us back after being on. Yeah, but Steve's a, Steve's a desperate, lonely man. Hey, I had a dream about um, I had a dream about you and Steve. I had a dream that you went back to Canada, Max, really? and you're staying with for, Steve. For everyone who doesn't know, Steve is a host of podcasts in Canada that we're really good friends with. Sorry. Yeah, but uh, but we've never met him. We just sort of do podcasts like this over Skype and that. And um, yeah, I just had a dream that you were staying with him and you were just phoning me going, <laughs> going leave me alone. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I can remember. I love that Steph tries to end the podcast, but yeah, Jesse just starts talking about his dream. It's going to go down that route. Sorry, you don't have to. You don't have to record it. <laughs> no, we'll keep in. We're going to keep in. Everyone's going to be quick. She's just going to be like, that's the end. We're done. Otherwise, we'll just keep talking about our dreams. Just, yeah. I'm just our hopes and dreams. I'm too exhausted. I'm too worn down by all the abuse. <laughs> I, just, I just like having someone to talk to. Say, this is like we're talking to a lonely old man who's just... Every time you try and leave the house... <laughs> Like, well, I'm done with my cup of tea. I'll just head off now. Oh, and then you just start on an entirely new topic of conversation. I have to sit back down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good. That. I'm glad. Well, yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us on. You're welcome. Yvonne... <laughs> yeah, we've taken... Thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to take over. This is just as bad. Um, I mean, you just let I'm, them. I'm, just, I'm trying <laughs> not. Thanks for having us. I think my subliminal so mind has just let them take over because I'm cuck. just exhausted <laughs> by your shitting presence. Would you like me to take no, over? No, I can do it, Nikki. I can finish this. Thank you very much for joining us. So I had a dream. End- <laughs> <laughs> right. <coughs> Fuck all of you. Their Twitter is at God. <laughs> At got till five. Ours is at game till five, and I'm fucking done. Good night. Bye. Bye.